Welcome to Sleepless in St. Canard with Nostalgia Places Run Cycles. I'm Kitty. And I'm Ange. We haven't slept in 30 years. This is a podcast about the 90s Disney cartoon Darkwing Duck, where we get to talk about the building expectation of Negaduck rescuing people. The more surprising part of that is the four's expectation of that even being a thing that <laughs> might happen. So dry your eyes and lock all the memories of mini golf and Lilliput out of your mind because today we're talking about Quacker Jack doing the time of his life in Jailbird. Yay! I like this episode. <laughs> I like this episode a lot. It is it is a breath of fresh air. I feel like it's been so long since we've had, I think, even any of the, well, we, I guess, I don't know. It's all a blur. I feel like the last of them that we did was um, a Bushroot one. Uh, you might be correct. Or Megavolt. Megavolt's popped yeah. up in a bunch, too. Actually, no, you're right. It might have been Bushroot. Super swole Darkwing. Yeah. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I can't even say that Darkwing doesn't get super uh, inflated in this one, but... On the the bright side, it is a fearsome five episode, and it is a lot of fun. It's just really like complete one eighty from where we were last week, and I desperately needed it. So thank you, Wheel of Names, for being merciful. And I actually did find a list of the production order of the episodes, and getting antsy was in like the first ten episodes that were done so that explains the wonkiness of the the animation the characters and all that stuff it was in like the what's it called like the disney channel preview like the first chunk of episodes yeah so yes this on the other hand was was not oh it looks pretty nice this is also i think because the fearsome five don't appear very often aside from justice justice ducks and darkwing doubloon i think this is the only other fearsome five episode in the entire series oh yeah i'm pretty sure shame life the negaverse and everything i get oh i guess that counts even though they're not really there for most of it (laughs) well i mean parts of them are yes arms and legs and eyeballs no wait (laughs) hold on that's a different one um but yeah so today is jailbird day hallelujah we are here talking about it and this is an episode that you should watch because it is delightful Uh, if you're watching on disney plus it is season one episode 62 megadex swipes a rare diamond that has immense power it's true it is true and it makes me wonder i can't again i don't remember a lot of things uh but i I feel like i don't remember any negaduck episodes where the description didn't really kind of match what was happening in it so i feel like possibly whoever wrote all these descriptions uh actually did watch the negaduck episodes as opposed to (laughs) skimming them and, and taking guesses at character names and all that stuff so Hats off to you, friend. The episode opens with a serious voice telling us all the the fabled lore of this giant green emerald with eyes all over it, called the mystic eye of Quaxicotl. (laughs) And it's Frank Walker again, sounding very much like Nibbler from Futurama. 
Um, he talks about how it has the power to steal the strength of every living being that, det- that whatever, it's very mysterious. He's very serious. But then it just completely deteriorates into an ad for a museum with this crazy clown who <laughs> I've heard you mention this clown before and I thought that you had made him up and I kind of wish that you had. <laughs> creepy. I don't like him. His name is Winky the Clown. And, you thought um, I made him up. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, I mean, you know, I just... It was in passing. He was mentioned. I'm like, haha, as a silly name. And then I was like, oh no, he's real. <laughs> he's here. And he's got his terrible little sing-songy voice. I also don't like clowns, so I'm biased. But he's apparently at the museum. Like, is it his museum? He made a guest appearance, according to Launchpad. Oh. Yes, because Launchpad is very impressed. But he he says that if you come down to see the Mystic Eye, that you get a free cat polisher. And it's just this giant machine that he shoves a cat into. We don't get to see what happens uh, because we pan away to Darkwing Launchpad watching the TV. But as Ange said, Launchpad is very impressed that uh, Winky is making an appearance for it. And surprisingly, Darkwing agrees. (laughs) So that's why he'll be guarding it and that launchpad can keep winky company please don't please don't i'm happy to report that that is the only bit of winky that we see in this episode and then to uh start our theme off of this episode of darkwing's take on everything he proclaims that he can handle it alone and immediately gets crushed uh, while he's on the wreck it's just like he just Every time, basically, anytime he says he can handle it alone, he just gets annihilated. <laughs> is the running theme of this episode? It's, I don't really know why he gets squished, but he gets squished basically every single time. Um, but yeah, so that's just proving to us, the viewer, that he can not handle a single thing at any given time, let alone by himself. Darkwing gets to the museum, or a guard is sleeping because, of course, he is. And Darkwing is sneaking around, but just flat out breaks a whole bunch of stuff and wakes the guard up. <laughs> like he could have just walked past the sleeping guard, but he's got to be Darkwing about things. So the guard wakes up and Dark he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And Darkwing's like, oh, don't worry about it. I can uh, handle this by myself. And uh, this played out so well. But he's basically talking about how great he is. Um, but he's not just talking about how great he is. He's literally talking to us, like, to the camera. And over his shoulder, there's a window. And literally the entire Fearsome Five climb through the window directly behind him as he's talking about how great he is. It's so funny. It's spectacular. They all give him a stink eye as they come through the window. <laughs> they all just kind of glare at him and walk along. It's so, it's perfect. It is such a funny gag. Of course, because they're already in, they just head right toward the emeralds, and Darkwing doesn't even realize it. He's still talking himself up, being his own personal hype man. And they're posing like they're some kind of statue, I guess, so that he doesn't notice them. But as he walks by, he just does like a little, oh, hey, guys, how you doing? And then he's like, wait a second, and doubles back and notices them. 
nothing can possibly get by me. I'm the king of crime-busting, the duke of detection. Nothing escapes my eagle eye, not even the most minuscule... Hey, how you doing, guys? Not even the most minuscule detection. Guys! The fearsome five! Well, what do you know? It can count. Unhand that priceless gem, you yellow-jacketed yahoo! Megavolt, Bushroot, cast this do-gooder's check. <laughs> Negative. Oh, oh, I missed him. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's pretty prime Negaduck in this episode, he, too. He is very, he's, I would say this is very core Negaduck. I don't even know how to de describe that. It's just very much, it hits all of, because, you know, every episode, sometimes the characters are a little imbalanced in their writing. And this one is just, it's how I picture Negaduck all the time, like his general character. Yeah, he's great. And he's also pretty silly at parts. Yes. Yeah, yes, to see that he's just as accident prone as Darkwing is, which is always funny. So yeah, so Darkwing literally leaps into frame, start yelling at Negaduck, who then, well, Negaduck at this point, he already has the emerald because of course he does. And Negaduck kind of picks the Fearsome Five on Darkwing, but does it in a way so it's like, okay, so... If you haven't watched an episode of the show already, you know that Negaduck's named Negaduck. He sends Megavolt and Bushroot on him. So it's like you get little introductions to everybody. Um, Megavolt tries to zap him. Uh, the electricity backfires. She's back at him because Darkwing ducks and it hits uh, Darkwing ducks. And it hits a shield and he goes flying through the museum. And Bushroot makes a vine come out of the ground and Darkwing whips out some pruning shears and chases it off and then cuts Bushroot's ass off basically <laughs> cuts his tail feathers off and I had paused it at this point and Bushroot <laughs> the frame that I paused on Bushroot looks horrified as he should Negaduck looks worried and Quackerjack is in the background smiling <laughs> uh, <standard>. and, <laughs> and Liquidator he kind of floated through the window when the rest of them came in and then he's just kind of been in the same pose through the whole window, like through the, the whole episode so far. He's just kind of like standing in a menacing T-pose. <laughs> he hasn't moved yet. He gets there. He, 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 he boots up eventually. A liquidator EXE has stopped responding. But yeah, so Bushroot runs from his ass into a gong and then liquidator is, is booted up and he's up next. I guess we, I was gonna say I don't think we've seen any Liquidator yet, but he was definitely in Life the Negaverse and everything, so I'm not gonna say that because it would be a lie. Mm. I love the Liquidator, I really do. He's such a clever villain, and I I love all his wordplay and his voice is great, beautiful. He is a terrifying villain. Like it's a good thing it's a cartoon universe, but any other universe that had this kind of character in it, a being made of water that could just I don't know, crawl into your mouth at any point in time. <laughs> Horrifying. Mm -hmm. And you know, spoiler alerts, this, this emerald does wind up stealing all of the fives, or I guess the fours, powers. And the liquidator is still just water. Mm-hmm. So he's very, very powerful creature, I suppose. It's interesting. Yes, we get to have a little bit of a liquidator moment here as he Darkwing that he has won an all-expenses-paid trip to Oblivion as he kind of bow and arrows himself at Darkwing 
and Darkwing traps him in a bottle with a little ship in it. And Negaduck is pissed. <laughs> Negaduck doesn't fight. He just is mad. He's like, I can't stand to see these losers waste their powers. And he just walks out and climbs back out the window. He just, he's just like, <laughs> no, I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, Fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah, I was just thinking of that song. <laughs> Negaduck's like, oh, well, I got this Emerald Blader, losers. Um, And that just leaves Quackerjack, and Quackerjack is always down to clown and uh, shoots a, like, a slinky spring thing at Darkwing, and then he, like, shoots it back at Quackerjack, who ends up in a sarcophagus. Quackerjack was on top of, like, this moose thing, and when the sarcophagus opens back up, he's, like, in the moose or both inside it, but but he says, he opens it. Quackerjack says, Mummy. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I see what you did there. Darkwing really handed them their ass, which is he truly did. Which is funny because he needed the Justice Ducks in their debut to, to fight them all. Like, that was the entire story. He couldn't handle them on his own. And now he's just like, nah, nah, I got this. I'm just going to, you, you know, take care of all of them completely effortlessly. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. One thing that Darkwing does all the time, and I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but I love it every single time. His little, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> the greatest. I love it. It's my fa- one of my favorite Darkwing things that he does. So he does that now. He's very pleased with himself. And he starts talking shit to Negaduck um, about how great he is and, you know, that he'd never be able to steal the jewel and then realizes that Negaduck isn't even there. And neither is the emerald. So, good old Darkwing. That's that that scene there. And then we go back to Darkwing Tower, where Darkwing and Launchpad are talking about the supervillain prison the four have been sent to. And <laughs> Darkwing's plan is that he is going to get arrested, sent to the prison, so that he can ask <laughs> the four where Negaduck is, basically. Brilliant, Darkwing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that he could, like, he just wants to buddy up with them and, and figure out where Negs is. And it's just, you know, going in that it's going to be so bad. And um, you'd be right. But Launchpad is like, well, you can't get arrested. You're not a villain. And then Darkwing dons his first of many ill conceived villain personas as Jumping Quack Flash leaps into screen and he's just got like springs on his feet and a little bow tie and a helmet and uh, Launchpad's like hey you want some help and Darkwing says nope and then he crashes into the ceiling because as we mentioned that's that's comedy doesn't he say you'll only cramp my style despite the fact that he's dressed (laughs) like an idiot (laughs) (laughs) I believe you're right he really he really does look very dumb he does um I feel like even dumber than he did in Let's Get Respectable. They're kind of tied. They're both very, I feel like it's intentionally like just bad. Apparently Darkwing just should not be allowed to design anything. (laughs) Unless it's his his own Darkwing costume because that's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. But I digress. Meanwhile, at the uh, supervillain prison, Megavolt has been turned into a scarecrow. Apparently (laughs) that is that is his job. He looks like he's yeah. been crucified. <laughs> <laughs> they are taking this really seriously. And 
for as like high stakes as so the supervillain person too, just to back up a second, is basically on a giant mountain that's like a a toothpick mountain. It's just huge, solid, skinny, and then there's this prison on top of it. And for as much as it's like a high security thing, there's I feel like we've only seen like three or four guards through the whole episode. <laughs> Mostly just the four goofing around doing what they want to do, but being cranky about it with one exception. But yeah, so apparently Megavolt is on scarecrow duty and has to zap any crows that try to eat from their little garden. Shrewd is watering some plants as Quackerjack is just laughing his ass off off screen. <laughs> and Liquidators pours out of Bushroot's um, watering can to say that surely Negadek will bust them out. As if any of them have ever met Negaduck and would expect that to be a thing that's on his radar. Say, why so tense? Negaduck will get us out! With Negaduck, relief comes fast, fast, fast! <laughs> Crackerjack's giving me the creeps! Somebody's gotta tell him prison's not supposed to be fun! <laughs> hey, guards! I'm almost out of weeds! Almost out of weeds! <laughs> Party down! Look at him! He's nuts. He's out of his tree, completely insane. Isn't he my widow bubbly wobbly? Yes, let the cleansing power of prison life wipe away your cares and your sanity. Just having the best time. He really, like, up until a point in this episode, he's just blissed out. Like, this dude is having the best day of his life. And um, I'm happy Megad for him. I'm very happy yeah, right? for him. He's doing pretty good. Megavolt talks about how crazy Quackerjack is and then starts baby talking to his light bulb. <laughs> Which is the best. And then he, he kisses it. And then, yeah. Negaduck's ears must have been ringing because he's in his own hideout talking about how uh, he's going to let the four rot in prison because he has the emerald and they're stupid, and he could sell it for millions. He starts talking about how if he had powers, the city would be his in five minutes. And, uh, I mean, he's not wrong. He's not. And then the world's most suicidal dove flies in the window <laughs> and lands on the emerald. It's just like, oh no. Here we go. And Negaduck is just epic Negaduck. Those idiots! What a waste of superpowers! If I had their powers, this city would be mine in five minutes flat! Oh, how sweet. A beautiful dove. The symbol of peace. Perhaps I should feed it. To a cat! Watch it, you fugitive from a fiddle factory! This thing is worth a fortune. As he produces a random cat from under his table. Like, I just want to imagine that there's, like, a whole bunch of things under that table that's, like, in case of dove, and it's just a cat. The there. opposite of a uh, dead dove. Do not eat. <laughs> yes. A live dove. Feed to cat. <laughs> well, I don't know what I expected. Um, so the cat chases the dove, and the cat knocks over the emerald, and Negata catches it before it hits the ground, and is polishing it with his cape as he threatens the cat. Uh, watch it, you fugitive from a fiddle factory. This thing is worth a fortune. Beam of light comes out of the gem and hits the dove and the cat. Disintegrating the dove? Question mark. 
and giving the cat wings and a giant belly, and it flies away. And Negaduck finally got his idea of the episode and decides to pay his buds a visit in jail after all. Very evil laugh. Can we talk about for a second his hideout? Because it looks like a regular apartment building, but then on the inside, it's completely hollow. And it's just it's just like beam work. (laughs) I couldn't figure it out. I was like, is it a fake building? Like, did he build it as like a fake prop, or is it just a really empty, unfinished or abandoned? apartment building i could i i don't know i i i don't know why i focused on that so much but i did you're trying to figure pinpoint his address <laughs> send him some more cats yeah i don't know it was very weird because the opening scene of that too it's like there's just these dark crisscrossing lines going on i'm like what is happening where is he but i mean it looks cool mm-hmm. i want to imagine that it's a really shoddy like apartment building that he commissioned just to bring down the property value of the neighbors he would mm-hmm. so yes negaduck has finally decided to visit his friends quote-unquote in prison because he's lonely <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile roller duck who is actually Darkwing's newest attempt at being a villain is trying to get arrested, uh, but he's just mostly nearly killing himself. And uh, then his next persona that he sticks with for the, the remainder of his subterfuge is Demolition Duck. And he's got a pink mohawk and a leather jacket with some serious shoulder pads. Kind of dark warrior built. Yep. Yes, he does. So that's, and he's like, oh, I should get arrested just for dressing like this idea is to like we don't really know what his idea is i have to imagine that darkwing isn't really going to like rob a place he's probably just like oh i'm gonna go malinger or threaten or something but anyway he bursts into a convenience store that is already being robbed and smushes the crooks uh with the doors as he makes his dramatic entrance and then of course everybody in the place declares him a hero and their the media is just packed to the gills outside and they're fawning over him and another guy is just like oh i'm glad there's another hero around to replace darkwing duck (laughs) this is perfect it is is how it should be it's just like beautiful uh maybe darkwing from now on should just i don't know try to be a villain and he'll accidentally be a hero every single time (laughs) you see there it is uh, so he's, you know, he's not delighted because he's trying to get arrested and he's crawling through the crowd to get away and crosses the street and um, finally gets busted for the worst crime of all, jaywalking. And uh, Darkwing finally is very excited to get to go to the supervillain prison, but the stereotypical Irish cops are like, are you a supervillain? Yeah, check out this! <laughs> and he makes little shadow puppets. <laughs> And they're like, well, seems like uh, you're a supervillain to me. <laughs> this checks out. St. Canard's finest. Then we head back to the jail where the four are enjoying their ink slop, which is lunch. And Megabolt zaps it to try to make it taste better. Everyone hates jail except for Quacker Jack, <laughs> who is once again having the time of his life. 
and the demolition duck gets dropped off at the jail and he it pans out exactly the way that it should quite honestly because even when darkwing was like oh this is gonna be my plan it's like you know that he's gonna walk up to them and just be like hey you know we're not gonna be hanging out <laughs> which is essentially what happens uh he's like oh i'll be able to get some answers by dropping hints in the conversation and the four instantly hate him, which is great. And he's like, oh, how about this food, huh? And speaking of food, I bet you guys will be eating caviar when Negadex sells that emeralds. Where is he hiding anyway? <laughs> very smooth. Very subtle. Very smooth. Very smooth. Megavolt is immediately like, he looks familiar. And the others are like, oh, he's got such an ego and he's so arrogant. And <laughs> Quacker Jack says, he's so wingly. And he shields his face his, in disgust. Like his, his squingliness. I don't know what that means. Is that a is that a word? I'm gonna Google it right now. I think Squingly. he made it up. I think he did too. Although but, in modern day Tumblr speak, I think of Grimblo, Blimbro, <laughs> or like Blurbo. Blurbo <laughs> Blurbo from my shows. <laughs> or, okay, so squiggle squingly. Is on Urban Dictionary. Oh, you know that's true. It says feeling anxious, uncomfortable, and gross all at the same time. I'll take it. Okay, so there we go. Everybody's like, oh, he must be Dark Queen Duck. He's the squingliest of all. And they immediately decide to kill him. <laughs> and uh, Megavolt's like, I'm gonna zap him. Butcher's like, mulch him. To slice him and dice him, and then Quark Jack always has to go there, and he says, "Tickle him to death." I thought he said pickle him to death, and I didn't question it either way. <laughs> that wouldn't be a big deal. Oh, oh. sad trombone. <laughs> My work here is done. Uh, Darkwing tries to throw him off his trail with shadow puppets. <laughs> they aren't buying it. <laughs> And they start kicking this knot out of him. Wait a second! This can't be Darkwing Duck! If it was Darkwing Duck, he would have called me mean names like Bushbrain and Melonhead. I think Bushbrain is right! Yeah, good thinking, Melonhead! Yeah, it takes one to know one. <laughs> I have insinuated myself into their confidence. All that remains is to find a doctor. <laughs> Bushroot surprisingly calls him off that he can't be Darkwing because he hasn't been calling him mean names like Bushbrain or Melonhead. And in perfect, perfect brain cell unison, both Megavolt is like, I think Bushbrain is right. And then Quackertuck says, yeah, good thinking, Melonhead. <laughs> they could not resist. And uh, Darkwing congratulates himself before he passes out because he just got his ass handed to him. Negaduck, meanwhile, has gotten back to the island, ready to break into the fortress, this fortress of a prison, while speaking in third person. <laughs> full time. He shoots a rocket-powered harpoon at the cliff face and proclaims, Negaduck crushes all, just as a rock that got loose from the harpoon comes crashing down on top of him. And he says, or vice versa. <laughs> that is... 
a very good example of when I say that people tend to lean a little too far into him being edgy and evil and angry all the time. But incompetent. He, he can be incompetent and he can be silly and he can make jokes at his own expense. Yeah, so there he goes. He's he's squished and he's like squished flat to the rock too. Classic. Um, and then we check in with the gang again and they're breaking rocks because that's the thing that happens in prison. And he's zapping his rocks and they're exploding. Cracker Jack is hitting his with a, like a honking hammer. <laughs> and then Liquidator's got his water, of course, and I think Pusher just has a regular little hammer thing. Uh, Darkwing, Darkwing tries to start up the negative questioning again and he's got a ball and chain around his ankle and Liquidator whacks the ball uh, like a croquet ball and sends him crashing into a boulder. And then uh, Negaduck is faring about the same. He's at it again, but he's got a giant Negaduck colored hot air balloon <laughs> with a giant red hat on it. He's as subtle as Darkwing. <laughs> he is. It's just so fu- like, where did this hat come from? Did he make it? I assume so. That's that's what I'm going with. This is what <laughs> yeah. he does in his spare he time. Had to. He's just like, you know what? That balloon is missing. Big ass hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's flying around in his giant balloon, and uh, uh, so yeah, he's floating around, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get into this prison in no time. And Megavolt says that if he doesn't do something destructive soon, he'll go nuts. As if he hasn't just been blowing up rocks. But he notices the balloon, which I guess he doesn't realize he's wearing a giant Negaduck hat. <laughs> and zaps it. And pops it. And Negaduck goes spiraling out of control. But luckily for him, he lands, still crashes, I guess, through the warden's roof. And uh, Warden Waddleworth's desk. Negaduck menaces him. And uh, tells him that things are going to change around here. Because no one in this entire episode is observant. We go back to the the boys. The boys. Out at the rocks. <laughs> and Darkwing uh, is now inside of a fake rock. <laughs> sneaking up on them. But he can overhear, hopefully overhear something about Negaduck's plan. But he says that he could get the inside dope on Negaduck. I don't know what that means, but surprisingly, it works because somehow Liquidator knows that Negaduck is there now. Maybe because he saw a giant Negaduck hatted balloon floating overhead. Well, Megavolt comes over to him and says, "He he's like, Psst, word from Negaduck." Oh, right, I had it mixed up. But yeah, Megavolt tells Liquidator. Negaduck is breaking them out tonight. Essentially, that means that Darkwing's plan works. Be inside a fake rock. I mean, he could have just stood there like as Demolition Duck for another five seconds, but he had a fake rock and he he had to use it. Do you know why I sent you that YouTube video of the beer? No. Really? I thought thought you knew. So I just sent you a YouTube video and you had no idea? Yeah. Yeah, no, I just was like, I don't understand. (laughs) I don't know what she, does she mean to send it to me? Because because when Megavolt tells Liquidator, Liquidator puts his arm around him and he says, here's to good friends. Tonight is kind of special. And I was trying to figure out what that was a reference to. And it's that beer commercial I sent you. 
Oh. It was like an iconic beer commercial in the 70s where it would always start off with the music. Here's two good friends. Tonight is kind of special. Oh, look at that. No, I did not make that connection at all. So you just you like... Say... You just smiled and nodded. You didn't even say anything. Well, you know, to be fair, you were just talking about how you were confused because Nem and I basically have the same avatar now. I was like, maybe she meant to send this to Nem. I'm not going to say anything. I just watched it and I was like, okay. <laughs> So I guess you could say that that beer commercial was a Negaduck uh, hatted hot air balloon in my life. It certainly was. Flying overhead. Beer commercial references in Darkwing Duck. Why not? There you go. Hey, you know Negaduck throws them back with the boys. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So anyway, Negaduck is breaking them out tonight. Huzzah. Darkwing decides he has to go tell the warden tries to run off but the ball and chain around his leg stops him and then of course he uses the ball to throw himself into the warden's office so many holes in this guy's office <laughs> there's of course just the spinning chair is facing the wall so Darkwing thinks he's talking to the warden and tells him uh, about the inevitable danger of Negaduck and all that jazz and then of course oh no he spins around and it's Negaduck and he says, uh, beady, 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 newsflash. It's already too late. As Negaduck just flat out points a bazooka at him. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently they make very quick work of everyone in the prison because all the guards are tied up. Megavolt says, I kept telling them you'd come for us. <laughs> and Negaduck said, I did come, but you're not going anywhere. And then he uses the gem on them. Feeling their powers. Oh no, who could have seen this betrayal coming? They just um, and then shrink could... down to tiny yeah. size. Yeah, I guess maybe because the dove was already small, that's why it vanished into oblivion. Because the four just get tiny. Negadek gets proper kaiju sized <laughs> and becomes like a weird Voltron version of all of them. He's got Quackerjack's hat and like neck ruff, Shroot's arms, Megavolt's chest. The liquidator's wishy washy non leg things. Rip. <laughs> yeah. A literal rip. He summons vines to tie up Darkwing, but is distracted by squeaky voiced Megavolt, who tries to zap him, but has no powers. And then they all go, like, oh, none of us have powers. Although, as we stated earlier, Liquidator is still a water pup. Oh, so I don't know. I think the only reason that happened is because the animators probably didn't have model sheets for the original pre-transformations of Bushroot and Liquidator and it probably would have been a huge pain in the ass to have to drag them in and redesign them to have them all as non-powered so they were probably like let's just shrink them down it, it yeah. literally it, it's like nothing at all to do that so yeah just make them small and <laughs> it's just so there's this grand thing going on and then all of a sudden Coracker Jack is just on Mega Negaduck's arm and chewing on him <laughs> just like biting him and Negaduck calls him out he's like you never even had powers I'm, I'm ruined <laughs> what are you whining about you never had any powers to begin with you stole my 
It is not. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe I did. I love the way he says it, too. Like, maybe I did. Yeah. Like, all right. I guess this is what we do now. Uh, Darkwing shoots a gas pellet at him. And they get swatted back, making Darkwing swallow it. And he starts inflating because of course he does. Until he, you know, gets grabbed and gets deflated again and squishes him. And then uh, Negator just busts out of the prison wall, making his way to St. Canard. And uh, kind of does it like Red Sea style, parts it. Liquidator's <laughs> like, oh, why didn't I ever think of that? <laughs> like, uh, no time for that. Let's keep going. And then the, the four decide that they need Darkwing's help to get their powers back. Because... They, at least, are not too proud to ask for help, Darkwing. But Megavolt sidles up to him, and he's like, Darkwing, old pal, old enemy. <laughs> and, of course, Darkwing says he could do it by himself, and uh, then collapses, but finally admits that he might need a little help, which is lucky, because they're all very small. Mega Negaduck is having a grand old time wrecking the city, and decides to start a flood via the sewers, because, <laughs> of course, he does. And then he's like, oh, this isn't terrible enough. Let's make it boiling water. Not bad, but a genius of my caliber ought to be able to cook up something better. Cook? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I'll just add a little juice. I've always wanted to try out my recipe for St. Canard stew. <laughs> Giggles again, but he giggles, like his giggle is literally Quacker Jack's laugh. It's horrifying. Darkwing is paddling along as the four sit around drinking weak tea. <laughs> Quacker Jack is so very sad. He's very sad. And Bushroot realizes that if he has all their powers, that he has all their weaknesses too. And who knows their weaknesses better than them? And then Darkwing says, gentlemen, let's get cooperative. Football huddle. But they're so small, he just kind of like drapes his cape over them. (laughs) Kind of adorable. And then they start Operation Achilles Heel. Darkwing gets Negaduck's attention, and uh, of course, he's trying to kill him and zap him. Um, But Darkwing makes him zap his water legs and uh, somehow then gets on his head, makes him chase him, throwing cement on him, making his water legs harden. And then the four just kind of like stand around and taunt him <laughs> and then Nicholas starts crying <laughs> ungrateful brats <laughs> he's crying and then he topples over and the gem falls out Darkwing gets it and it immediately breaks and then the four get their powers back and then uh, like oh now that we have learned to work together why don't we team up against Darkwing and Darkwing is like, well, this time I took the precaution of calling in backup, and God's little launch pad show up in the Thunder Quack and drop a net on them. And uh, nets shouldn't work on the Liquidator, but they <laughs> always do, so <laughs> it's fine. And Negaduck uh, apparently just vanished out of existence like the dove. That's <laughs> the many deaths of Negaduck. <laughs> it's the alternate title of this show. <laughs> Darkwing says, like I always say, everyone needs a little help sometimes. Lies. Credits. That is. It is absolute lies. But yeah. So that was Jailbird. It was a lot of fun. 
What do you think about Quacker Jack teaming up with Winky the Clown? It probably it'd probably be very happy. I don't know if, he, if Quacker Jack would be as happy as he was in jail. Very high bar. <laughs> but I feel like I don't know. I feel like uh, Winky was in it for like five seconds, and I don't really want to think about him. <laughs> But he's probably giving. I like. I have to imagine that he created the cat polisher, so he'd probably keep making things like that, and then Quacker Jack would use them for evil purposes. Okay, follow up what question. Is... Follow okay. up question. What about okay. Winky the clown teaming up with Lilliput? Well, that would be a perfect way for the two of them to get dropped into a rocket <laughs> and shot into the sun. <laughs> It'd be very efficient. Had a lily Lilliputness to him too. He did. That's why I was asking. Well, that and because you seem to hate both. And I just, I had to push the question just a little bit further. (laughs) Ask ask the hard-hitting questions on this podcast. That's what we do. (laughs) So what are your your thoughts here? I love this episode. I think it's just very funny overall. Like we said before, Negaduck is just peak Negaduck. (laughs) He's the combination of, you know, he's clearly competent in the fact that he knew what to do with their powers and he could in fact use them better than they could but he is also still kind of an idiot as we saw at the same time and apparently also cries when they taunt him (laughs) (laughs) can't hang he i guess he could dish it out but he can't take it yeah it was it's just i i like the episode i think in terms of also i think what i always would jumped out to me when i watched this many times in the past the fearsome forest overall dynamic is very they feel like they're friends in mm-hmm. a way like they're at the same time like they're teasing each other and everything but there's like a playfulness in it and it just feels like they're very established by this point because in the injustice justice ducks they were more fighting over stuff and mm. It just feels like they, they're very natural as a group, almost dare I say, like some kind of weird family dynamic. Like, I don't know. I, and I like that. I really like that about it. Um, I thought it was funny that the supervillain prison has absolutely no other villains in it. But I guess it's, <laughs> I guess it's brand new. They did yeah. say it had just opened. So maybe they just haven't had a chance to fill it up yet. The supervillain prison does come back in the Joe comics, which uh, oh, yeah. we know we haven't covered that, but... Uh, it does make a return. There's an entire arc that takes place within uh, the Max Security Prison. But um, I like that. Darkwing, like you pointed it out already, like all the perfection of just the fact that he wanted to do it all himself. He kept getting smushed. And then when he tried to get arrested, it hilariously, you know, <laughs> he ended up actually getting what he wants normally, which is to be recognized mm-hmm. and loved. And it's just wrong time, wrong place, which is just too perfect. So, yeah, I, uh, for me, this is a five out of five episode. Yeah, I'd agree. It's like, this is the quintessential Darkwing humor. Mm-hmm. It's great. And I felt like everybody had like their their moment. Like, even, like, the we got to see, I feel like, a lot more of the four than we did of Negaduck. But the scenes that Negaduck was in, he just completely stole because, of course, he's, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. And I agree. I feel like the four are very fun like they're great together because they're still kind of like a little snotty with each other but you can tell that they they like to hang out like they're a team or a team that somehow thinks that negaduck is going to break <laughs> them out of jail but they are they, they don't um, mind being around each other 
Except for when Quacker Jack is super happy about being in jail. A little weirded out by that. As, uh, you know what? That's fine, whatever. Some of you make brides out of potatoes. Some of you kiss light bulbs. And the other one's, uh... Got know, lobster liquidator. women. Lobster That's women. right, lobster women. So, you know, don't yuck his yum. That's my official stance. But yeah, five out of five. Even though there was not a single mud of foot in sight. But... You know what? It was it was delightful. Goslin was in it for five seconds. She didn't say anything. She just made that appearance at the end, which is surprising too. But I don't know. There was a lot was going cool. on, and I think it was paced appropriately. I think a lot of that came down to if they had put Launchpad and Goslin in on top of everything. I guess it would have been a, a bit too much because Darkwing needs to team up with. The fearsome four and he mm -hmm. might be less likely to do that and also goslin uh, is not going to follow him into prison probably so. i don't know i feel like she could probably get arrested in five <laughs> seconds that's true like if this had been a quiverwing quack darkwing episode that would have been fun but that's fine that would have just been the icing on an already delicious cake mm -hmm. oh there we go look at that a beautiful beautiful palette cleanser and we only have Two episodes left on our wheel. Somehow, we've made it this far. And Ange and I were talking, and we think we might come up with new categories to kind of dip away at the, the backlog that's still there. I mean, there are 91 episodes. But we think that it would be fun if you, our beautiful listeners, would uh, request some episodes. So if there is one that you think would particularly pisses us off or <laughs> make us very happy or if you just i don't know want to hear me rant about jambalaya jake you can drop us a line send us an email message us on twitter um all of that jazz should be in the notes um but we are i always forget our email address what's our email address dan <laughs> sleepless.saintcanard that is stcanard at gmail.com Oh, and we are at Canard Pod on Twitter, and then I'm assuming Sleepless at St. Canard on Facebook. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. There we go. So yeah, let us know if you think of any episodes that you want us to watch, if you want to drop us a, a letter or, you know, $5,000, any of those places are appropriate. And, uh, oh yeah, so we will be repopulating this wheel right now, uh, well not right now, in the upcoming weeks. Let's do we got a 50-50 shot here, Ange. Oh, boy. We've got Bearskin Thug. We've got Twin Beaks. What are you feeling? Uh, I think it's going to be Bearskin Thug. All right. Let's see if Ange's gift of prophecy pays off. <laughs> oh, and you've done it again, my friend. Ooh. Next week, we'll be watching Bearskin Thug. Is that the episode you constantly forget what it's about? I've already forgotten what it's about. <laughs> There's camping involved. There is camping involved. Yes. <laughs> it's a steel beak. It's a steel beak episode. Okay. And there's muddlefoots. Yes. I, wait, no. No? No. I, you might be thinking of uh I always think of the other one. The the potato one. Night of the right. Living Spud. They yes. they go camping in that one. They go camping like a goofy movie style. Those muddlefoots. Yes, this one is more father-daughter camping. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, so Bearskin Thug. 
will be our next episode. And then, I mean, the wheel is now just 100% Twin Beaks. <laughs> so that'll be our order coming up. Um, and then we'll probably do an episode about the new comic. Because yes. we'll probably be right around there time-wise. And then we'll... we'll break down our next selections but please send us your suggestions because we would love to know what you want to subject us to <laughs> so that is all i think for today do you have anything else to share with the peoples uh no i think that is it okay excellent so uh, we will be bearskin thugging it next time and until then Remember that Winky the Clown doesn't sleep. And neither do we. Boy. Boy.